You're listening to episode 32 of Widowcast with Joanne Philomena from Joanne the Life Coach. Hello listeners, welcome back. I have a couple things I want to touch on today. The first one being that I realized my eating was has become less healthy than it used to be. After Jim passed away, I was the only one that I'm cooking for. I don't have kids at home. Maybe you do, but maybe you're all by yourself. And like me, you initially struggled to shop and cook for one, (laughs) right? My sister-in-law used to tell me the story about when she first became widowed and she went to the grocery store to do her weekly shopping and she got all the way up to the register, looked down in her grocery cart and burst into tears because everything in the cart was what her husband liked to eat. And everything in the cart is what she used to buy to cook for both of them. And she realized that she didn't even know anymore what it was that she wanted to eat. She couldn't even remember what she liked to eat. And because she had broken to the ugly cry, she <laughs> she did something that she had never done before. She walked away from that grocery cart, left it there in the store, went right to her car, had a good cry, pulled herself together, drove herself home. I think this is probably a pretty common experience. And I realized that because I don't have that incentive to want to cook anymore. I used to love to cook and I would make gourmet meals sometimes for Jim and I. I would love to spend like an entire Saturday afternoon working on a beef bourguignon for the two of us. But I don't do that just for me. And I realized about a month ago that I was leaning more and more towards processed foods instead of buying fresh foods and cooking them for myself or just finding easy things to eat, snacking through the kitchen instead of putting together an actual meal. And I realized what a problem that is, especially in light of the studies that show how often widows will receive a major health diagnosis within a year or two after their spouse their spouse passes away. So it becomes really critical that we look after our health and take care of ourselves. And it's hard because when we first lose our spouse, man, we just kind of slip into oblivion. I'm telling you, I was not even getting up every morning and brushing my teeth. <laughs> because I was in such a fog and in such grief. It was hard to even move through my day. Well, now I'm in my second year. I'm a year and a half out from being a widow. And I realized I'm still not taking as good a care of myself as I used to because I'm not taking the time to feed myself well. Then I saw Blue Apron online and decided that this could be the answer. This could make a huge difference for me and for a lot of you out there. But before I 
wanted to talk about it at all, I wanted to try it first. And I read there are several services like this online. I read reviews on all of them and it looked like Blue Apron was the best out of the group as far as freshness and what you get to cook and price wise. So I ordered three meals from Blue Apron. What happens with Blue Apron, the way it works, when you order from them, you can order meals for two or you can order meals for four. For me, I ordered meals for two, knowing that I could make this meal and I could save half of it, that second serving for the next night or for lunch the next day. And what I found was some of their meals are so very generous that I get three meals, sometimes more, out of one meal. And what you get from Blue Apron is they send you three meals delivered to your house. It's all the ingredients, exactly what you need for those three meals, including beautiful, glossy, printed out step-by-step -step recipe cards that are super easy to follow. You can even go online and look at instructional videos that go along with the recipes if you're not um, used to doing a lot of cooking. If you're a novice to cooking even, they have videos that will show you how to complete the recipes. It's fantastic. So I signed up and I looked at the three meals and I saw you can click and pick different meals. If there's one of the three that you're not too excited about, you can look and have a choice from about six different meals to pick from to substitute out. I had marked mine to have no fish or seafood just because I wasn't sure of the freshness. I hadn't tried them yet. I Now that I've seen how it's packaged and delivered, I would have no qualms at all at having them deliver fish to me. But I had omitted fish, seafood. You have a chance to go through and mark your preferences and the things that you don't want. When my box came, it was the hottest day of the summer. Federal Express left it on my front porch in the direct sun. I found it about, it could have only been there about a half an hour, but the box felt hot to pick up. I mean, I thought, oh, this, this is destroyed. When I brought it inside and opened it up, my fears were unfounded. It was packaged in um, like an aluminum bag. And in the bottom of that bag were these two huge ice blocks. And when I opened it up, everything was fine, perfectly fresh. The produce was prettier than the produce that I can usually buy here. And what I loved is everything is pretty much the exact amounts you need for each meal, which, I, you know, I if I'm going to make something, I don't want to go out and have to buy a whole bottle of barbecue sauce to put a little barbecue sauce on it because I know that bottle of barbecue sauce is now going to sit in my refrigerator for a year before I finally give up and throw it away and I've only used a tablespoon of it. But in my Blue Apron recipe that included barbecue sauce, there was this little teeny bottle with just the right amount of barbecue sauce. So I thought that was pretty cool. I was able to get out the recipe cards and separate out the fresh new ingredients per each meal. And I even had um, in my refrigerator, I had bought plastic boxes that slide in and out. 
And I was able to just pull out three of those boxes and put the meal ingredients for each meal in each box. And so this week I had three beautiful gourmet meals to make for myself that would be six servings. The first one that I made uh, was the one I was really least excited about. It was um, a barbecued pork burger with fried onions on it and uh, corn on the cob with garlic parsley butter. It took me about 40 minutes to complete the recipe because the way they set up the recipe is the way chefs do it. They have you chop and prepare everything and then assemble it all and cook it. It was delicious, fantastic, and healthy and fresh. All their meats are antibiotic-free. They buy directly from local ranchers. Produce is hand-selected. I mean, it's really nice. So I'm going to stick with this for a while. I have worked out to become an affiliate for Blue Apron. What that means is if you go to joannethelifecoach.com slash Blue Apron, that will take you to Blue Apron's site, and there will be a blue bar at the top of the page with an orange button that says Redeem Offer, and you will get three meals free on your first order. So if you want to try Blue Apron, you can go get the three free meals if you go through joannethelifecoach.com slash Blue Apron and click that Redeem button. It'll give you three of those meals free. So the first week, it's three meals for two people is $59.95, I think, which breaks down to being under $10 a serving. I think that's a great deal. If you go through that link, you'll end up paying about $29.95 for three meals that week. It is a service, but you can cancel at any time. You can cancel out weeks. My second week I already canceled on because I'm going to be driving that weekend and I won't be around. So you can go through any week that you don't want the meals. You can cancel out on, leave it on for another week that you do want the meals. So you don't even have to have the meals every week. I think it's terrific. I've been trying it this week. I love it. I can't wait for my next box to arrive from Blue Apron because it feels like Christmas. It will get you back in the kitchen cooking healthy meals for yourself with fresh produce again taking care of yourself so important i would not share this with you if i didn't think it was a fantastic idea and i do think it's a fantastic idea and they've certainly earned me as a customer because <laughs> i think it was just the coolest thing my meals were um, the pork burger that i mentioned then um, there was spicy chicken with Korean rice cakes, which was like an oriental dish. It even had a little bit of kochijang in to put into it. I don't know if you know what kochijang is. It's a Korean red bean paste that has a really unique flavor. It's very hot. If you join Blue Apron and you get spicy chicken <laughs> with Korean rice cakes, don't put all the kochijang in at once. You want to start with a little bit, stir it into the dish, taste it, and build it up because it can be pretty spicy. It was delicious. It was delightful. Uh, the last one was pasta with pepperoncini. 
with little tiny peppers, delicious pasta dish. I think it's fantastic. So go take advantage of the offer by going to joannalifecoach.com slash blue apron. Check it out. Even if you try it just for one week and then cancel it. Heck, you get a week, those three meals for $29.95 that first week. Darn good deal. And it's, it's fun. So get back in the kitchen. Start cooking for yourself. In the meantime, I want to talk to you today about why it is I do this, why it is I do what I do, why I have started coaching widows. I believe that death near to us is the most magnificent catalyst for personal growth. If you live each day as if it were your last, someday you will most certainly be right. I can't even remember who said that, but I remember reading it. Steve Jobs said, Steve Jobs was the founder of Apple, Apple Computers. And he said, every day of his adult life, he looked in the mirror every morning and asked himself if that day were going to be the last day of his life, would he want to do what he was about to do that day? If the answer was no too many days in a row, he knew something had to change. He said knowing he would be dead someday was the most important tool he ever encountered to help him make the big choices in life. When we become widows, we gain that insight almost instantly. Uh, it was instantaneous for me. The realization that any day that you wake up could be your last day on the planet. I believe a widow must first learn to allow herself to move through all the emotions that hit when her spouse dies. She learns to sit quietly and feel it and allow it. From this process, the widow experiences transformation and huge personal growth, vastly accelerated from the norm. It's how you learn you. You begin to admit things to yourself that you never even wanted to let yourself think. You can't deny those things because the emotions and the feelings are raw and right there on the surface. Once that initial swirl of emotion begins to sort itself out, you can get down to pure, true grief. I've talked before about grief being really a beautiful emotion when you get to pure grief because it arises from that place of absolute love for the person who passed. And I believe that when you use your new eyes on the world, the eyes of a widow, to launch yourself forward on a journey in life, it's beyond anything you've ever experienced before. It takes great courage and great desire to lift yourself up out of that pain. But it's fueled by our new understanding that every day could be our last day. When we find too many mornings that we don't want to spend our last day on earth doing what we're doing that day, we have to find the way to change. 
I challenge the status quo that says mourning is a set period of time and how a widow is supposed to act. I challenge the status quo that says after a certain age, we can't start over again in life. I firmly believe that each day is a new start and could be my last. Like you, I've seen death, watched the life of my spouse blink out just like that. There's no time to waste. Because of these beliefs, these truths I found for myself in the early days after Jim's death, I set out to find the path and learn how to find my way through the tangle of emotions and thoughts that felt so heavy in my heart. I found the courage to look straight into my own heart and my own future. I found vast personal growth out of the traumatic stress of grief. Through my journey that I thought of as my last year to live, I just happen to have found the tools that can lead you through the grief as well. And that's my mission, so to speak, for these podcasts and for coaching widows is that reach out to share the tools that I found through my journey. I've talked before about facing my first year as a widow as my last year to live because I had my eyes opened as a widow. As I said, we I think we all do. I think we all get that message in a big way when we lose our spouse, how temporary life can be. And walking through the bookstore, I saw Stephen Levine's book sitting on a shelf and it said, a year left to live, or a year to live, a year to live. And I realized that 2015 for me, which was my first year as a widow, was my year to live, and that I needed to live it as if every day were my last. And that's what I did. I think making that decision at the outset put me on a path to learn how to find personal growth through all of my pain. And no, it didn't happen immediately. It didn't happen all at once. I experienced what you experience. I was in the fog. I was in incredible pain. A lot of days where I sat and cried because emotions and things were coming up for me that were just unimaginable. Thoughts that I didn't even want to admit to myself were coming up. And I had to process those, just like you've been processing your way through the grief and the pain. But know that that journey is going to set you apart. This is more personal growth than you ever imagined. You know, when I was younger, I looked for self-development. I looked for enlightenment. I started reading lots of self-help books and psychology books very young, looking for enlightenment of some type. And I've spent a lot of my life over a lifetime studying those kind of things. But it was widowhood that gave me incredible accelerated personal growth because of the huge flux of emotions that come up. 
in normal life, you may occasionally have an emotion come up that you have to deal with that might teach you something about yourself. I hear you laughing already because, you know, as a widow, you get a whole sack full of those come up all at once. It's challenging to move through. And initially, you're not even aware of them because you're in a state of shock. You're wrapped in gauze. It's only as those layers of fog start to lift little by little and these things start to come in. Even well into my second year, I still have so much coming up to spur me on to personal growth. So how do you grab onto those emotions and process them? How do you learn from those emotions? First, you need to identify what it is you're feeling. We tend to label it all as grief because we know we're in a state of grief. But there are so many more emotions than grief all mixed in there. Sit down and really get in touch with how you're feeling. If you're particularly sad, see where that is in your body. Feelings are called feelings because we feel them in our physical being. Does your chest feel heavy? Do, you, do your cheeks get hot? Are your legs heavy? Where do you feel this feeling in your body? As you start to identify where it is in your body that you feel the feeling, and you can think about, is it a hot feeling? Is it a cold feeling? Does it have a color to it? As you begin to explore exactly how this feeling is in your body, you will begin to see, to acknowledge what the feeling is. Is it sadness, despair? Is it disappointment in some way? Are you feeling guilty about something? Put a name to the feeling that you're feeling. I'll tell you right now, if it feels really bad, it's more than just grief. There's other stuff going on in there because you can feel grief without it feeling awful. You can feel grief and it feels like love. It feels like love, maybe a little bit of longing for that person. But grief to me begins to feel warm with memories, poignant. But it doesn't feel sad. It doesn't feel guilty. It doesn't feel angry. All those emotions come up with it. All those emotions have come up with it for me. Every single one of them. You have to explore it. You have to give it a name so that you can begin to understand what it is you're feeling in that moment. And in exploring that feeling in your body is how you begin to release that feeling as well. The other piece of that is to understand what it is that you're thinking that had been making you feel that way. Because all of our feelings emanate from our thoughts. They start in our brain. Our feelings don't come from outside of us. They start in our brain with what we're thinking and they vibrate down into our physical body as a feeling. 
So if you are feeling bad and you sit down and you really get into that feeling, you find where it is in your body and you begin to understand that what you're really feeling is immense guilt, maybe over something you said in the weeks before they passed away. And when you identify that as guilt, you then begin to realize that you've been thinking, rehashing things that happened in your relationship in the past. And you can write those thoughts down. No, they're just sentences you're letting your mind play back to you. And you can choose not to have those sentences playing. You can recognize those sentences. You can also understand that you're playing sentences that you're looking at in hindsight. Maybe you're even thinking things that were only something that was from your viewpoint, not even from your spouse's viewpoint. You can write down a thought that's making you feel guilty and you can look at that thought and ask yourself, is that true? Do I know that's really true? I mean, really ask yourself that and look at it. So often the answer is, oh, no, I don't know that's really true. That's only what I was thinking about it that's making me feel so guilty. So those are just two of the tools you can begin learning to help you move through the emotions of grief to understand the thoughts that you allow your brain to play or that your brain does play. Sometimes you don't have a choice. It's not that you're allowing it. If it's a thought that your brain plays all the time, it's ingrained in your neuropathways. The thought will probably come up again. But the trick is to be aware of it. Once you've processed an emotion and you've identified the thought, you become very aware of it when it comes up again and you go, oh, there's that thought again. There's that story I was telling myself about that argument we had. But I, that's not true. That was just what I was thinking about it. And it changes the emotion of it. There is where you start to find personal growth to move forward on your journey through widowhood. So, try something new. <laughs> try Blue Apron, maybe. Start cooking for yourself again. But know that you too can challenge the status quo that says mourning is a set period of time or how a widow is supposed to act. Challenge the status quo that says you have to act a certain way or do a certain thing. Make it your own journey of grief. Know that the death that happened so close in your heart is one of the most magnificent catalysts for personal growth for you and that you can cherish every day that you have on this planet. I am sure this is what your spouse would want for you. Your spouse now looks back and knows the value of every day spent on this planet. So make the most of those days. Treasure them and ask yourself every morning, what I'm doing today 
Is it something that I would want to be doing if this were my last day on earth? And if there are too many days in a row that you answer no, you know something needs to change. Have an amazing week. Find some joy in every day. Until next time. You've been listening to Widowcast with Joanne Philomena from Joanne the Life Coach. Visit my website at joannephilomena.com. If you'd like to email me, you can reach out to joanne, J-O-A-N-N, at joannethelifecoach.com. I love to hear from you.